This is Everyday Photography Every Day, where you get to listen in on a chat between a photographer, that's me, and a regular human. That's me. With an eye on making your pictures amazing. No technical stuff, no talk of gear or software, just photography for the love of it. We're sponsored by Neomodern.com, bringing concierge photo printing and framing to everyone with a smartphone. I'm Suzanne Fritz Hansen, enthusiastic iPhone picture taker. And I'm Michael Rubin, photographer, founder of Neomodern, and grumpy old man, and we're in San Francisco tonight. Welcome. Hey, everyone. Still in Santa Fe, still looking for the Gochiwa tape, and I promise we'll share that if it ever surfaces. But we did find an old videotape interview I did with our parents, Mel and Lorna, in 2001 during a large F64 exhibit at the Harn Museum of Art in Gainesville. As we sat in the park, I asked them about their collection, how they chose photographs, and the future. And here's an excerpt from that interview. Uh, I think the first F64 picture I got was an Adams, and it was the uh, the, the uh, sand, sand dunes, dunes. The, sand the sand dunes. And the reason I got it is because it looked it was almost like an abstract. You saw the sand dune, but you see the, this curved, beautiful vertical line that came across the picture. That was the edge of the dune that when you looked at it from a little bit of a distance, you weren't really sure what it was. It, was a, like it wouldn't a, it have was, to be a photograph. It, it could have been a charcoal drawing and or something different. And it could have been uh, just an abstract. Mm-hmm. But as you look closer, it was obvious that it was a photograph, and it was so impressed to me. It was the first one I bought, and I bought it in 1974 or 75. Well, first of all, how many pictures do you have now? Totally, photographs? A couple, couple thousand. Couple thousand, and the F64 show has got about a hundred and something it, pictures. The, the F64 has a hundred and fifty, but only about a hundred RRs, and uh, that. But that's a hundred RRs that are up. Right. I mean, we have probably a hundred more that are in drawers or at other shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, none of the landscape photographs, for example, are in there. On you purpose. Know, just one or two. Yeah, this is modernism, and the landscapes are a little different aspect of what the modernism, what they were trying to show. Now the collection itself has probably uh, a couple hundred total uh, F64 photographers, but that's there's 2,000. So right. other photo, there's uh, 1,800 other photographs, and there a, a big chunk of them are Czech photographs. Mm-hmm. I'd say another 250 or 300 Czech photographs. And then uh, other ones are uh, the classics, uh, you know, Cartier-Bresson and, and Cortege. And what are your favorite photographs? Do you have favorite photographs? Uh, no, there's just a group of favorite. We were thinking of mounting a show of just our favorites, you know, and have a couple hundred of the really best photographs of what we think are the best. We don't always agree on favorite, though. Yeah. Oh, we have At the time, they were the ones we liked the best, but that kept changing all the time. It was very hard to decide which ones we liked the best yeah, well, we in gave any them, consistent we put it, way. We, we pulled out all of the Yulesmans, and we put them in the stacks of which ones are the best ones that we love, don't want to give, which ones are the ones that, not that we don't want to Historical. give, even the best ones, which ones are the ones we really want to give because we're tired of them. Uh, and Lorna, we put them away. And we had came, a middle group, too. We had a, a middle group. We okay. weren't sure. Well, then we decide. came back and looked at them a couple months later. <laughs> we couldn't tell which group was what. <laughs> we weren't sure. And in the end, some of the ones that we like the best are the earliest ones. And we're not sure whether it's because there's some feeling of nostalgia because we've had them so long, or are they really better? Right. We don't know. Huh. And yet, I can, I can look at a building and, and think that that's a magnificent picture. Uh, uh, it, it has to have something more to it than just a picture of a building or a person or a tree. 
it, there has to be something unique about it. Yeah. The, the tree that's in, the F, in this show, the, uh, the West End, remember, it's a, just a vertical <laughs> tree. That, I mean, it's a nice picture, but there's nothing really dramatic, uh, nothing moving me when I look at that picture. Um, yet the, the, the piece of driftwood by Weston, uh, that's a beautiful picture. So, I mean, you know it's, which one it's a, I like? Which one? What's his name? This is always the problem. The nude, which is this, a white background and a little line. <laughs> that you can't even yeah. tell what it's a picture of. Callahan. Harry Callahan? Callahan. Yeah, it, it looks like a twig. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. And it's a nude. It's a yeah, nude. It's a nude, huh. yeah. yeah. I mean, you can figure it out if you know, or maybe you would eventually. Uh -huh. But yeah, that, I like that. It's nice. There's another group of pictures that are really a favorite of mine, and those are the minimalist ones. Mm -hmm. I'd say this is minimal. That, that's very minimal. <laughs> right. but, but minimal, for example, the, the uh, Ansel Adams, that's the grasses and in, in the, the, the black the background on the beach with a few grasses yeah. in it. Uh -huh. That kind of minimal picture. I agree with those. And I could mount, mount a picture, mount a, a show of just minimalist pictures. I like you that. You could mount one. a dozen hunt, a different oh, shows. Oh, we could mount Easily. a show of, of, of children. Wonderful selection of children in different forms and, and activities, and uh, we could mount uh, uh, isolated individuals, some kids, some adults, but just one person in the in the, in the, like in the images. Mm -hmm. But they're not just portraits; they're just they're doing something or a, a character. I could almost do a show of Einstein. I grew up. I remember the Einstein by Vishniak was yeah. above my bed right. for years. Exactly. Okay. I always felt a special connection with that. You know? yeah. <laughs> with Einstein or Vishniak? <laughs> I don't need to answer that. Okay. <laughs> for our main collection before were the Jerry Ulsmans. And, and uh, that essentially, that was, uh, we had a very large collection of, uh, uh, you know, half a dozen to a dozen Ulsmans a year for, for 15 years. Mm -hmm. And we had a large collection. Uh, and lovely, we were happy with them, but this was a, a shift. And I think part of it came a couple of years later when we met uh, Ansel Adams. But it was after we, we, we were, that was about 1982 or 83. It was a long time before you got another picture by any of those guys. Yeah, the, the, uh, I wasn't collecting Adamses or collecting Westons. You collect what's available when you see them. Uh, the Adams, I started, I got a few more. And I was collecting them pretty much. Uh, Lorna wasn't heavily involved at the time. And, uh, right. That's an understatement. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't tell me he was doing it. <laughs> well, I didn't. I almost didn't realize I was doing it. I mean, I was buying them because they were they were really impressive to me. And then uh, I think the second group of pictures that I got, I mean, one or two, uh, were Cortezes. Right, because F64 seems like, like almost a California it is. movement, it is. and yeah. you guys are long-term Californians. So we were. Was there drawn a, a spiritual to connection to being in California in the 40s and 30s the, and 40s? The, the truth is, no. Uh, I don't think there was. I think that we just like the pictures. Uh, I disagree. Uh, let, let me go back to that. We really started with getting F64 after an interval of the, the Czech photographs. We started to like the modernism. And many of the Czech photographs were modern, and the prints were modern. They were there was a modernism in in the, in the uh, the large collection of prints that we collected from Chicago. Mm -hmm. And then I started to realize that the modernism was present in photographs too. And I started to look back, and it focused on the modernism from that came from uh, the Bauhaus through Mohonagi, then came to the Czechs, 
and the whole group of Czechs through uh, Funky and, and uh, Rossler and, and uh, that group of early Czechs in the late 20s uh, was developing simultaneously here in the United States uh, because the images, I'm sure, were not well known across the world. There was not instant transmission of, of images and to the F-64 group. So the F-64 group developed uh, this focus on, on form, shape, lighting, uh, small segments of real objects, and, and started to develop this whole group of modernism and, and didn't even get together until 1932. Uh, uh, at one point, the question was something like that, and the answer was, I didn't think you'd be interested. Wasn't it? It was my thing. I mean, you weren't interested in stamps or coin collection or, or uh, I had this? been taking pictures. I had yeah. a dark room. I took Jerry Ulsman's course. Mm -hmm. uh, you might have thought I had a maybe small interest in well, photography. That makes, that makes me think that from Dad's standpoint, it was almost more related to like being large stamps than it was about photography. I mean, you've always had an interest in optics and photography, obviously, mm -hmm. but professionally. I don't think the optics thing was. Well, we had cameras and I stuff yes. for years. Stereo, but yes. but the, the photographs before, you know, when you start having running out of wall space and having, which we found out with the Yulesmans, you just couldn't put up 50 Yulesmans on the walls. So we put up a couple and then we put up a few of the other ones and pretty soon, Really, a collector is when you don't have enough space to put them off, winding up collecting because you like them and then just and, saving unfortunately, them. Unfortunately, the curating part has a lot to do with what's in a frame already. Who did you? Who were you drawn to? I mean, Adams was first, and then Weston, Cunningham. Weston. Weston. I learned about Weston from Jerry's class. Do you know something <laughs> that I, I actually, the second, uh, a few of them were, were uh, imaging Cunningham's, but the second group of of uh, F-64 that I really went after were the Amal Evansons. Our first picture I ever bought for Michael was the uh, was a cortege. It was a, the, 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 the tower. It was the Eiffel Tower. It was oh. the shadow. It was a, a 16 by 20 of Eiffel Tower. Uh, you see the shadow on the ground. Mm -hmm. That was the uh, picture and it was at the Academy in, in the early 80s. And I'll, the truth is, many of them, uh, the first times I saw the, the artist, uh, the photographer, uh, the first time I saw their work, I wasn't crazy about it. And then gradually, you see it in more places, you see it in museums, you see it in other collections, you see it in books and magazines. You get impressed with the idea that You get impressed with the idea, and then, so you try to see it differently. Like, it's what aren't like you seeing? Like, like, I like it because he likes it. I like no. it because other people are appreciating it, and there must be something there. And then start of you getting into it that there was a pattern, or that there was something that was really attractive that's inherently attractive to it. Stiglitz, at the Stiglitz yes. show, we looked at Which a group of Which one is the Stiglitz. one I like? There were like five or six on this particular wall. This, these Which are pictures of, of him photographing out of his apartment. Uh, Different skylines. Uh, skyline pictures, looking out of the east window, the west window, the north, and just looking at the pictures. And I said, which one just stands out above the other ones? And we both, there was no question <laughs> about it being the same picture. Like, long, long term for photography, is it possible that early photographs of the quality that you have will, like, will they ever be a Monet, even though it wasn't one particular person painting it with a hand, with a brush? Like, well, yeah. They've been gradually think? increasing in value, so the unique ones, uh -huh. the ones that uh, 
that there's only one or two left, uh -huh. uh, and their museum pieces uh -huh. will continue to appreciate. And as technology changes and... Well, the new technology will maybe, you know, we used to say, well, gee, they can copy a photograph and with digital imagery and make an image that's the same. Mm -hmm. It's not the same. The image, the, the paper can't be duplicated of what they had in the early papers. And uh, I think it, it very potentially can make the older ones much more valuable as mm -hmm. less and less mm -hmm. silver print photography is done and more and more digital imagery. Uh, it would make the other ones more valuable. There was only one show. There was it been, in Oakland? Uh, Oakland, no. Really? No, no. Yeah. The, uh, but there was an F-64 show about 15 years ago in Oakland that, was, uh, that had made an effort to collect many of the pictures that were in the original show. It's hard to know uh, what was in the original show. They didn't but have we pictures have, no, of we, the walls? They didn't have pictures, but we have lists of them. But uh, not always could you tell from the list as to what the picture was because the catalogs didn't always have the, uh, the uh, exact description of the picture. They had a title, and we don't know what the title was if the picture wasn't in the catalog. Lake. Lake. Tree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every um, picture I've ever seen you guys have in the museum, ever, always says anonymous donation by anonymous collector. Something mm. like that. No, from a private collection. Yeah, it doesn't say anonymous. Yeah. So it surprised me when you said that they were going to, you know, put your name on a gallery at the Harn. dead. What? After we're dead. Oh. <laughs> I missed that part of the story. We didn't. Really no, that's, that's her view. Mine is, why not put it up? I hate to ask it on camera, but I do want to know. What do you want to see happen to your collection? We haven't figured that out yet. We talked that's about the it. Problem. We, we're, we're sure we're going to give some of them, or most of them, to the museum. For the purposes of the collection, of having right. a grand collection, and it would be wonderful to have them in one place in the museum. Mm -hmm. It really would. And the more that is in one place, the more meaningful that collection is to the museum. They could they could lend them out. And, it's, and you'd prefer it to be at the Harn than at the Museum of Modern Art no, or San Francisco? That's the one thing that we haven't really decided on 100%. You guys have invested in Gainesville pretty substantively over the 40 years you've been here. Mm -hmm. So I mean, well, We support the city. We like the things. We like the living... The lifestyle you grew up here. I know. I just hate to think they could here. they wouldn't be appreciated or seen by the public because it's in Gainesville, Florida, and not in a major metropolitan well, that's area. That's true. That's one of the disadvantages. But look at it this way: like we were in Washington and, and we saw the Stieglitz exhibit, and there were a lot of people. I was surprised how many people were there. If our pictures went to the National Gallery of Art, how often would they be up, or any of them? Mm -hmm. And w there would never be a time where they put a banner on the outside of the building saying this is the show. So how many people would really in the end see them? That's a good point. And we, we feel that even here, uh, there are an awful lot of shows they could have, and we could specify that in, quote, our gallery, mm -hmm. that there will always be a photo show. You know, mm -hmm. that they, if they, it doesn't have to be from ours, but mm -hmm. it could be from anywhere. But they're, they're traveling photo shows all the time, and to get them to come here and use some of the endowment that they would have in the museum for getting photo shows for that gallery. I, I would think that that would be something really major here, that always is a photo show going up. You, you go, to, to, for example, to the Chicago Art Institute, they always have a photo area, and there's always a photo show going on, the same in the Met. Hmm. This is a good gallery. Yeah, it's, it's well <laughs> thought of, it wins awards. It's just new. It's new for me. Yeah. Well, it's 10, 10 years, years old. old. They're, having here when you were here. they're having their anniversary year. Mm. That's nice. That makes me feel 
a, a lingering connection mm -hmm. to Gainesville, you know? Yeah, it has something that's, pretty, you know, a building that's, that's for art. And uh, I would, well, we, we can't do it in every domain. You can't build buildings here or do things. And so we thought we'd leave the photographs. Let's wrap it up. This episode was recorded and produced in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Go to neomodern.com slash podcast to get show notes, see photos, and post comments. Please leave reviews and ratings on iTunes, and don't forget to subscribe. Thanks to Mitchell Foreman for our theme music and all of you for hanging out with us. We appreciate your attention and hope we've given you some things to think about. Until next time. <laughs>